Welcome to Small Business Big Network, the podcast for small business owners who want big results from their networking. I'm Liz Drury, a freelance voiceover artist who knows that if you're not working, then networking could help. Lisa Pickles from Find Me The Leads helps food producers make the connections they need to grow. Last year, she set up a Facebook community to help people shop local, and it was a runaway success. Thank you very much for joining me on the podcast, Lisa. Thank you very much for having me. Now, your company is called Find Me The Leads, and on LinkedIn, you describe your role as being the chief go-getter. So um, tell me about what you do. So um, I work with food and drink producers, helping them get their products into more places and in front of more people. So essentially, uh, places where consumers go to either eat food or buy food that isn't a supermarket. So um, we're talking farm shops, delis, cafes, coffee shops, all those sorts of lovely places where people with an appreciation for food tend to hang out. Um, sorry, I was, I was just going to answer the question about Chief Go-Getter. <laughs> yes, please do. But, but, but that was a bit of a play on words, a bit of a joke, I suppose, in that um, I do come from a corporate background, so I was very keen um, that when I started on my own, I didn't want to call myself company director mm. or you know, CEO or something like that. I just wanted to do something that says what I do. Um, and yeah, I am the chief go-getter. So yes, I do go and get the information and the um, distribution on behalf of my clients. So it seemed very fitting that I would give myself that title. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So whereabouts are the companies that you work with? Are they local or are they national? It's a mixture of everything, really. So um, I um, can work with anyone um, nationwide. And in fact, I'm feeling a little bit jubilant today because I've just uh, secured an international client, which is absolutely fantastic. Yeah. So any producer that has a product that they want to get into wider distribution. Um, so uh, most of my clients are based outside of the area. So I'm currently in Nottinghamshire. Um, but I have um, worked with quite a few local producers too, but it's not it's not essential that they have to be local. Um, if they've got a product that they want to get international distribution, then I can support them with that. I can see from your LinkedIn profile that you've pretty much always worked in the food sector. So what was it that drew you to this industry? Well, that is a very good question, and one that I wish I had a very well-crafted answer to. <laughs> Um, so I um, did a languages degree, believe it or not, and then I, um, my first job, or first proper job, I'd say after uni, was that I worked at, at Mars, which at the time was called Pedigree Pet Foods. Um, so I worked uh, for a pet food manufacturer, um, and I sort of liked this function that was sales, because I really had an appetite and a desire to find out more about where the products that I, I was seeing being manufactured actually ended up. So I always had a natural uh, lean, I suppose, towards the sales function and wanted to get more into that. And Mars is a great place, obviously, to work across different product categories. So I moved quite quickly from pet food into cooking sources <laughs> and, and, and then into confectionery. So um, it, I didn't set out to 
enter into the food and drink industry. I just, it was a place that I found myself. And as somebody who does love food, mm-hmm. it's somewhere that I am, I, I'm happy to stay. <laughs> How did you find that your day to day changed in March 2020 when we went into lockdown? So I am um, at the time I had um, reached a peak of also I thought um, in my business so I was two years into um, starting on my own I had a very um, exciting and vibrant portfolio of clients and um, I just run my first event so a networking event in Newark connecting um, businesses together and things looked like they were on the up which was brilliant and the challenge or the issue that I had at that time was that all of my clients were utilising my services to help them get their products into outlets within the hospitality sector. Mm. So obviously that was a sector which became um, at risk very quickly. So unfortunately, my client portfolio uh, went to zero almost overnight. So I found myself in a position where I lost all of my clients and didn't really have a vision of when and if indeed they were going to come back and so I had to lend myself or or adapt my services to other things and then at the time I was getting lots of inquiries from people I know in my community friends you know neighbors just connections saying where can I get this and who's open for that and you know where can I get my hands you know at that time back in March 2020 we were all scrubbling around for essential food that we were struggling to find Um, and at first I did think well can't you just go on the internet and ask Google I mean that's what everyone does isn't it Mm. Um, but then I had a moment of reflection and I thought well actually hold on what if I became the Google of Newark and I actually was the go-to person to, for people to ask those questions to which I could provide the answers? So um, I set about creating an online community that would do exactly that. And that became um, my job, essentially, you know, at a time when I, I lost my client work and didn't know how the future was going to pan out. I just thought, well, this is something where I can add value. Mm. Now, this was a Facebook group that you set up, wasn't it? That's right, yeah. Um, At the time, in the early days, it was called Behind Closed Doors. Um, So it was called that because many of the businesses within it that we were were signposting members of our community to were, in fact, operating behind closed Mm. doors because they had no choice. Um, It's now called To My Front Door because... Uh, we essentially bring the information to the front door of our, our members. Um, but yes, it was a, it is a Facebook group, um, something that I never entered into before. So I, I knew about Facebook groups. I was in a lot, but, you know, I didn't I didn't really I didn't have one of my own. But yes, I set up the group and um, I invited my friends. I let them invite their friends um, and the group was about signposting members of the community to independent food and drink businesses in Newark. So providing them with the alternatives to the supermarkets for, at the time, their essential food items, but really just to keep our local food community going. You know, these were businesses that 
that I'd worked with on behalf of my clients and I really had a passion and a desire to keep going through what was looking to be a very difficult time. What kind of people joined initially? Um, so, um, well, that, that's quite funny because I still pride myself on the fact that less than 10% of the members of my group are actually my friends. <laughs> um, so at, at first, yes, it was my friends, but it very quickly became a lot more than that. So it was a really wide spectrum of people within the local community. Um, I had people who said that their, um, you know, their elderly relatives had joined Facebook specifically to access the information wow. that I was sharing in the group. Yes, I know, it's incredible. Um, and so it was all sorts of people, from the people who um, were able to go out and, you know, buy the food over the counter to those people who were you know shut away at home and needed deliveries um, so it really was a broad spectrum of, of the community um, and people were constantly saying you know can I how do I get this in printed form you know I want to drop it through the letterbox of my neighbour um, at one point the document that I was sharing almost on a daily basis in the group which was the where to go to get sort of document um, was actually on display on the notice board in our local Waitrose <laughs> and because they recognised that they couldn't supply certain items to their regular customers yeah. um, but there were other places in our town and area that could so it was very much around right we're all working together for the common good. And how many members do you have now? So I have just shy of three and a half thousand members in the group now. Wow. Um, so yeah, pre pre a pretty large number. And then um, it's a really engaged group as well. So um, at time, I mean, at the moment, most pe people seem to be on holiday. So posts aren't getting the, the high levels of engagement and interaction that they normally would. Um, but it is a really engaged audience um, and in fact, I, I did a bit of a survey recently because I wanted to find out what people wanted from the group going forward, because it's now a nice to have rather than I need to have it yeah. because I need to know what she's sharing. Um, and the three words that came out that people said was that they they trust the information that's shared in the group. Yeah. They feel like they're part of a community. And this is a place where positivity shines through mm. so I um I have admin approval on all posts I only let in you know positive content unless it's constructive feedback yeah. because this is the group and the community that I wanted to to foster and encourage and has it grown beyond Newark or is it still very Newark centric it's very Newark centric so I did try um in my sort of grand plan I thought wow this is amazing you know I could have a to my front door um Nottinghamshire to my front door Leicestershire so I did at one point uh, make the group to my front door Nottinghamshire but I almost had a bit of a member revolt at the time <laughs> in that people were saying well I don't want to know what's happening in Nottinghamshire you know that's in Nottingham that's 15 miles away so I listened to my audience <laughs> um, and I reverted back to 
Uh, this is a group that champions Newark-based businesses and those within a 15-mile radius of Newark um, because that is the information that my members want to hear. Yeah. How have you benefited personally from all of this? I understand that you're up for a couple of awards. Yeah, so I um, it, it's funny, this has been a, such a, a difficult year from a business point of view, but actually a year where I've received the most external recognition than I think I've ever had probably in my whole career. So um, I have made it into the final four of the Newark Business Awards Business Person of the Year. Congratulations. I know, which is, honestly, whenever I say that, I still have I still have this like moment of, oh my gosh, I can't believe that that's me. Um, and that is because of the work that I have been doing in the community, absolutely without a question of a doubt. And you're one of last year's Small Business 100, is that right? That's correct, yeah. So last year in, in 2020, um, amidst all the madness, um, I found out about this initiative called the Small Biz 100. Um, and it's part of Small Business Saturday and they recognise every year a hundred small businesses that stand out from the crowd. And then I, I heard about it and I thought, oh, that sounds good. Um, I'll have a go at entering that. And I remember just standing in my conservatory doing a really rough video. You know, I was still getting to grips with speaking on camera and doing videos. And I just thought, I'm just going to say it as it is and I'll send it. Um, and that is exactly what I did. And I was awarded a place which was, again, absolutely amazing because I just when you get that external recognition, it's it means so much because you realize that other people recognize what you're doing yeah. and see how it adds value. Yeah. Well, congratulations on that as well. Oh, thank you. I know, I know, I can't believe it. It's just such a shame that we haven't been able to meet in person. Um, the Small Business Saturday team usually holds some networking events for um, previous Small Biz 100 people so that we can all get together. And uh, But hopefully we'll get to do that in the next year. Absolutely. And I think the message is, is loud and clear. You know, once you're in, you're in. So... Yes, I might not have got my opportunity to do face to face in the year that I was awarded the place, but I certainly will going forward oh, because it's such a it's such a welcoming, supportive um, community, and I'm just so proud to be a part of it. Well, that's one network that you're involved in, but you and I have met through another network. How do you use networking in your line of business? Um, I I. I've changed my approach to networking sort of on an ongoing basis. So when I first started in 2018, my attitude was go to everything. So try everything, see what you like, uh, see the events that you like, the format that you like, just, just get yourself out there. And then at the start of 2020, um, I made a conscious decision that I was actually going to scale back a bit. And I was going to focus on food and drink specific events. So even if that meant I had to travel further afield and do fewer of them, at least I could ensure that I was putting myself in a in a room or in a, an environment where there were people who also worked in and represented the sector that I did. Yeah. 
Um, so 2020 was going to be a far a year of more focused events that were sector specific, um, but obviously that that sort of didn't happen. <laughs> so what do you plan to do going forward? So I um, I I have my favourite. So um, Newark Business Club was the first event I ever went to when I started out, and I still love it. Um, you know, it's where I live. I'm really keen to connect with other local businesses. I'm really keen to um, find out what's going on in my area. Um, but also there are groups which I have been a part of week in, week out over the last 16, 16 months. So, you know, groups of people that I've become really well connected with mm. completely virtually that I cannot wait to meet in, in person um, so I, I will be doing a mix. And I think um, uh, my, my change of strategy and approach for 2020 around supporting food and drink events rather than everything um, was because, because I work specifically in food and drink and my ideal clients are food producers you don't often find many of those in the room. Yeah. Um, however, now that I have the Facebook group, I have changed my approach to local networking in that I now talk about myself in the context of my group because everyone eats. Yeah. Everyone likes food and drink. So everyone in the area has got therefore a natural interest in in the information that I share in my group. So I I switch between the two now depending on which group I'm in as to how I introduce myself and how I uh, frame my business. You started the Facebook group because of the pandemic but if you'd started it anyway do you think it would have been as successful without coronavirus? Um, Definitely not. So it is definitely an example of being in the right place at the right time, but also recognising that we all have a responsibility, I feel, to share with others what we know. Um, So the the community that I've created is one that still surprises me. It's... um, You know, it's my friends, it's my neighbours, it's, you know, people that I bump into in the street, you know, but but what they want to know is more about what I know. So they want to know where can I get this and who sells that and where would you recommend to go for dinner when my relatives come to visit for the first time in 12 months. So my business was always B2B, so always business to business. And now I've got this extra element, (laughs) which is business to consumer. um, And I'm really trying to navigate my way around that. But actually, I see it really as a gift because now my my community and my network is massive. um, And that is because of the group. But no, if I was to um, if I was to say today I'm starting this Facebook group, we it would take me a lot more to grow the numbers Um, The numbers grew really quickly. So I think within the first six weeks, we had like over 2,000 members. So it it just exploded. Um, But they're still there. They still interact. You know, the people that I get the most engagement from are people that have been in the group right from the start. 
so so no it wouldn't have the same response now however um there's still a place for it and and still a want and a need for it so what are your plans for the future both for your business and for your facebook group well i've got um so i'm still um touting for business in terms of uh, food and drink producers so I've got some really great producers back on board so I'm supporting them and I'm making sure that I um, have a broader mix of clients who want to target different sectors rather than putting all of my eggs in one basket so I don't want to find myself in a position again where all of my clients want to target hospitality because that then puts me at risk Um, so I am being more selective about um, the mix of clients that I work with Um, I'm also um, really exploding and really exploring where this local um, love of independent food and drink can take me so I have joined forces with another uh, foodie friend of mine uh, Matt Wright at the Great Food Club um, and we're we're running some discovery events, so basically connecting food and drink producers, businesses, consumers, just to bring them all together under one roof to to find and discover each other. Um, so I am bit by bit exploring the local opportunity because um, it's too big an opportunity to um, ignore. Yeah. Um, so I have just volunteered. Uh, yesterday in fact to go and stand on Newark Market on Sunday as part of the Newark Creatives event which is a family themed event so I will be sharing where our our members recommend to go to eat with children Um, I'm running a guest of pasta shapes in the jar competition um, and and all of those sorts of things so um, at the moment, I'm definitely on a test and learn type journey with this Facebook group and this community and, and, and what it could look like going forward. Brilliant. So just finally then, where can people find you? So um, on, on LinkedIn, um, so Lisa Pickles on LinkedIn. Um, if you want to come and join my group because you uh, want to know about food and drink in Newark or you intend to visit Newark and want some recommendations, the group is called To My Front Door UK forward slash Newark. Um, and yeah, that I'd love to connect. You know, come and find me. Let's have a chat. Ask me what I know about food and I'll endeavour to give you an answer. <laughs> Lovely. Well, it all sounds fantastic and it's been very successful so far. So I hope it continues to be so in the future. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Small Business Big Network. If you found this podcast useful, please do rate, review and subscribe. And don't forget to share it with the rest of your network too.